of a drought, Aaron. Prolonged average, above average moisture. May English in doesn't Iowa. come up with a word. Yeah. We were talking about this in our lab meeting earlier today. Um, I use the analogy of, you know, the, in the English language, what do you call a, a kid who lost his parents? I said sad. <laughs> but that wasn't the word you were looking for. I was looking for orphan. Yeah. Right? Um, what do you? What word is used to describe parents who lost their children? And sadder. Sadder. Well, the point is that there isn't a word like orphan for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just challenging the students about well, what's the opposite of drought? You, know, what's you were it? like in your professor mode, and I everyone know. was picking up on it. They were annoyed. Because you start questioning oh, they... everything someone says. Is it? Is it? Is it? Felt yeah. like a defense. A little bit. Yeah. You but like I, it though. You can tell. I, I do. I do kind of. Well, the point is, I don't even know some of these things, but I'm trying to get at the boundaries of what we know and don't know. And, mm. and it was interesting because, like, when they asked the kids, "Well, what is a drought?" and they were saying, "Well, droughts when it doesn't rain very for very long." He's like, "Well, that's that's not actually true. Deserts are there's not a lot of rain in desert, but you wouldn't describe a desert as experiencing a drought." To make a long story short, abnormal, prolonged absence of rain. Um, below average. Below average, but it, so it's site specific, yeah. You know, and um, and then the flip side of that is, well, if that's a drought, what's the opposite of a drought? And we were kind of struggling with that a little bit, but people were pretty clear about what's going on right now. We are in the opposite of a drought. It's called kayak season. <laughs> get out the hip waders. Oh my god, so much rain. And we're supposed to get a lot this weekend, I think, too. It's going to be continuous. Oh my god. And it's cool. It's not just like rain and warm. It's it's rain and cool and wet. Yeah. Which is not ideal for planting. Yeah. It is ideal if you're a plant pathologist, I think. Maybe this is Allison's best year ever for tracking diseases. They were saying they got five inches of rain in a day and a half in Oklahoma. And this is, they're above average for. I mean, that's above average for, for Oklahoma in May. But they were saying that, that uh, um, it's been like this for several weeks, and this is starting to hurt the wheat crop. Um, Plants aren't used to it. No. They're bred to not have prolonged saturated soils. Yeah, if there was, if there was that much rain consistently in Oklahoma, maybe they'd be growing corn instead of wheat. But anyway, to make a long story short, yeah, things are kind of slow now, right? I mean... There's only maybe, what, two working days this week. Um, we're pretty far behind our uh, five-year average of planting progress for corn and beans. And I think, uh, you know, Illinois and maybe some of the surrounding states even more pronounced as far as delayed planting. Yeah, I'm just pulling up the figures that you shared with me earlier uh, this week. And um, for soybean because this is the Soybean Test Podcast. Iowa, as of May 19th, only 27% of the crop is in, and that's 28% below the five-year average. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, boy, everybody else is kind of in the same boat. You know, South Dakota, only 4% planted. That's 35% of the 
five-year average. Yeah. Illinois, How about your research? What's that? How about your research? How about my research? Is it in the ground? No. Yeah. No. No. About half of mine is. Oh, you're better than me. I'm not. It's, that's, it's not about being better, Matt. I was just wondering uh, kind of where you were at. part of me that has to make everything a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we're not, we're, we're waiting on stuff to dry. Yeah. And, but you got stuff in? Uh, we uh, had some stuff planted at Griswold. It's on a commercial farm near, um, it's in southwestern Iowa. And then also at the Northwest Research Farm in Sutherland, we had uh, stuff planted. So, yeah, two, two of the farms, but um, we still have some plots to get in the ground, and the rest, we're just working on commercial farms, so. And the commercial farms? They're planted. Yeah? Yeah, they're, I mean, that, there's nothing happening yet. And then all my cover crop stuff, I think we're just waiting for corn to come out of the ground. Mm-hmm. But, but the, the rye's been terminated. Great. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, and any of that coming up? Any of the stuff that's been planted? Not that I know of. Nope. We need more warm weather. We need hot temperatures. Get that corn growing and the seeds germinated. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the drought monitor from the University of Nebraska, and I, I go to this every once in a while, well, probably dozens of times through the growing season for the past five, six years, and this is the, the least drought I've ever seen on the map. I mean, there's a couple of spots in the southeast and the northwest corner of the United States, but throughout the Midwest, it is just white, meaning none, yep. no drought. So. Anyway, probably telling everybody everything they already know, but um, you're not alone. Um, yeah. That's comforting. Cool and wet. Cool and wet. We'll continue. Yeah, we'll get through this. Can't stay like this forever, can it? It might. There are people that are now, you know, switching a game plan and going to prevent plant. So, yeah, I think it will persist for some people. And they just won't be able to get a crop in this year. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And now it's more about just weed management. Moment of silence for a lost field season. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at, uh, do you know Gene Tackley? Yeah. Uh, he had a paper come out several years ago with a bunch of other meteorologists and they were showing trends, historical trends from the turn of the last century, 1900 to, I think it was 1960, and comparing the weather, rainfall, temperature, to uh, rainfall and temperature from like the 1980s to 2000. And um, overall, for the for the United States uh, annual for the entire year, average temperatures went up between those two time periods, uh, and average rainfall went up. But what was interesting in the Midwest, especially around Iowa, summer temperatures went down, but rainfall went way up. And this is a trend that is, the point being, this is a trend that has is now there's some historical you know evidence that we're headed in this direction for we've been headed in this direction for many years the cooler wetter summers does that make sense Mm-mm. 
I'll show you. I'll share the links with you. Um, Everything for, I've heard is that we're getting warmer temperatures and that we're not getting the cooling at night, especially, which is hard on plants. Yeah. So. You mean like state? You mean like uh, countrywide? Countrywide, that yeah. is true. Mm -hmm. But regionally, there are there's variation, and of course, the, um, I thought the Midwest was uh, getting warmer. It, it is on an annual, like throughout mm -hmm. the year. So our winters are getting warmer, but our summers there's uh, evidence getting that they're cooler. getting cooler. In part because, mm. I think, because we have more rain. I'll share the link. Sure. Um, and you can read through this when you're not podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else to share? Because I think I have a fun... Yeah, I really haven't heard anything as far as insect activity since our last, last podcast. I just don't think there's really a lot of crops up, so the insects, I mean, they might be out and about, but, you know, as far as, like, activity, I really haven't heard of anything yet. Well, in terms of activity, um, I thought this was kind of fun. There's a little trivia um, and related to insect activity that's going on here. Maybe not in an agricultural setting, but one that uh, can affect people. All right, you ready for this? Heck yes. Here's a question. I, this is, uh, I'm going full professor mode on you. I'm giving mm, you a kind of question. I love that, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do you think our listeners can see the expression on your face through the words that you just used? Yes, I think they can. Just total mistake. No, this is fun. This is fun. Uh, fill in the blank. All right, I'm going to leave a, a word blank here. And can I just say in. oranges? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you haven't said it yet. Okay. All right, ready? Swarms of blank. On Cleveland's lakeshore are so dense they're showing up on weather radar. Gnats. No, no, no. Um, I'll give you a second chance. This was uh, nineteen. This is on nineteen news out of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, on May twenty second, twenty nineteen. So just a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. and Mayflies. Rootworms. Bayflies. Not not bad. Not bad. Uh, because they have a follow-up article comparing this insect to mayflies. Mm. Asking which is worse. Blank or mayflies. Mm. So, And this is one that's gave me... This is a group of insects that's becoming nearer and dearer to your heart. Midges? Yes! You wouldn't give me freaking gnats? Okay. Professor O'Neill, I'm it, in a different fly family. Uh, it's, well, I don't Hashtag know. nitpicky. <laughs> okay. Are gnats and midges the same thing? Wow. They're like sisters what? in the fly world. <laughs> I'm not even sure a gnat is a... What family are gnats in? I don't think. I don't know. But you know what family midges are in. Cecilomyidae? Yeah, I, I think I so. mean, what's a gnat? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's uh, descending clouds of midges in Yeah, Cleveland. so I'll, I'll share the link for Please this. Please do, this, I can't I'm wait. Gonna show, I'm going to turn this, this makes great radio. I'm showing Aaron the picture of the radar. So the title of the article is Swarms of Midges on Cleveland's Lakeshore are so dense they're showing up on weather radar. So what's worse, midges or mayflies? Well, and I'll share the link uh, to this follow-up article. Midges versus mayflies. Midge madness will lead to mayfly mess in Cleveland. Which is worse? 
That sounded pretty good. I, I could I could almost do bad radio. We have a face for podcasting. Yeah, I really do. Um, yeah, the uh, the point that they make here is both of these are aquatic insects that's been a part of their life cycle in water. Hey, like Lake Erie. And there are times when the adults emerge in mass numbers. And Lake Mayflies and Lake Midges both come out of Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Hence the word lake. Mm-hmm. But the article here suggests... Well, it, it goes. It doesn't suggest, but it just walks through, like you know, what are they doing, and kind of why, and what's the impact for humans. And this art, our uh, this author, uh, Dan DeRose, uh, suggests with help from an um, expert. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the guy's name. I don't see the name. You'll see it in the link. Uh, midges are actually better, or at least have, or uh, something maybe more to be celebrated than mayflies. In part because in that part of the world, around Lake Erie, midges are a huge resource for the fish. Uh, in a way that, even though mayflies come out, they're not as abundant and, and as pronounced. Um, Live for a day, right? What's that? Live for a day. The adults do, yeah. But the larvae are out swimming, you know, doing whatever in the water and just fish food. And these clouds of midges, when they come out, are literally clouds and, and showing up on radar. Tiny, right? I mean, this is what we call noceums. So individual, hard to or see. Or gnats. <laughs> That's just Noceum, a midge, gnat. I mean, they're all little tiny black flies, right? Sure. So. But this is a specific group, these mm-hmm. midges. They come out mm-hmm. and they're so numerous. Again, they're so... Uh, that, Again, they're seen by weather radar. I think that's amazing. Yeah, uh, this happens usually. I don't want to like burst your bubble, but this happens frequently where insect swarms can be detected by radar. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's something to be. But I. I yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. You know. I think it's it. They're back. They're back. They're back. <laughs> Midges in the news. Fun. That's why we. Cleveland. Some Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks with and, midges. And, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as it. See, I thought you would. I thought the whole midge thing would. Yeah, it's cool. Would be interesting to you. I mean, now granted, these are a different type of midge than the one that you're dealing with in soybeans, right? Because that one's entirely terrestrial. As far as I know, I mean, we don't know, but you think that's what I'm assuming. Like, Pardon? You think there there might be an aquatic? No. Component? I but I'm making a lot of assumptions. At this point. That's a fair one to make. Yeah. Yeah. But some are not. Some are aquatic, and mm-hmm. man, hopefully, it never comes to pass that the soybean midge is so abundant that it forms clouds that can be detected by radar. Mm. Yes. <sighs> no, that would be terrible. It would be terrible. I mean, it'd be fascinating. It would be terrible to scout. Could you imagine if you had to wear like goggles or a face mask? Oof. Well, there was that one uh, baseball uh, postseason game where. The, yeah, yeah, she's looking up at the picture of the, the soybean aphids oh, you know, flying around campus. campus yeah. Just clouds of them. It's been a long time since we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it never comes to pass with the midgets. People got angry. Yeah. They can't be outside. Yeah. Yeah, because of the swarms. Or like that baseball game. That's the one in Cleveland when they had, it was the, um, what's the team there? The Indians against the I thought it was Yankees? Canada. I thought it was in well, it's, it's happened more than once, yeah. but there was one there was one event in uh, in Cleveland where they the, there's video of this where they were spraying off on the pitchers because they, they yeah. kept flying around their faces. I mean, it mm. could be a pain. Now they're not biting, right? I mean, that's one. I guess that's a blessing. They're not 
transmitting diseases to humans. They're not causing welts, but hey, they're annoying. Yeah. They can be. Yeah. I just think it's fascinating whenever so many of one animal shows up at one time like that. And yeah, it's a reoccurring phenomenon. Uh, but at a time when we've heard stuff about insect Armageddon and declining insect populations, the environment still has the capacity for these these large storms. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's that's cool. And and these are a good thing, right? This is an indication of some environmental health because these are things that are food for the larger ecosystem. Yeah. So, hey, it's not always about pests on the soybean pest podcast. Yeah, that was a that was a good fit, fun insect trivia. I'll give you the point. Look, you're getting the point in the grade book for Nat. That's fine. I just... I didn't know you were like Mr. Taxonomy. Well... <laughs> it's our job to be picky. It's the title of the, I said, you know, the, title yeah. of the article. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll share this link with you. I and the link point. to the, uh, uh, the uh, meteorological trend data cool. that we talked about earlier. Anything else? I don't think, I think we've covered the highlights. Yeah, Uh, kind of a shorter one this week. Yeah, it's not always going to be 30 minutes. I wish we had more to talk about, but until stuff's in the ground and there's not much more to say Mm -hmm. other than stay tuned, hopefully it won't be such a bad... Maybe it'll dry up. All right, next time. Okay. Talk to you later. Have a good weekend. You too. Uh, Happy Memorial Day. Yeah, long weekend. And during your Memorial Day weekend, hey, look for us on uh, Google, Soybean Etymology. Aaron, are you going to tweet through the Memorial Day weekend? I mean, maybe. Maybe. If I see stuff. So check her out at, at Aaron W. Hodson. You can email us, O'Neill and E-W-H at iestate.edu. Subscribe by iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Pocket Cast. Cue the music. We've done this one. Okay. Next time. See you. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs>